From the University of Utah, you're listening to Loco for Local, a KU radio production where we talk with local artists, venues, and visionaries about the state of music across the Wasatch Front. In this episode, we're in cahoots with Rico Seso, a rapper fresh out of LA looking to stir up SLC's music scene. Rico's sound is bodacious and aggressive, but despite his art's violent overtones, Rico is remarkably well-spoken and intelligent. Ever since middle school, Rico has ingrained music into every aspect of his life. Freestyling over beats became the social fabric that held his friendships together, and since graduating high school, he's worked to show that his music is no joke. Rico has connected with a sprawling network of artists and visionaries both in Salt Lake and Los Angeles, and he's already attained some serious clout in SLC despite the pandemic. More than anything, Rico has a homegrown quality to him. He's starting small in a new city and working to build a name for himself. It's almost hilarious to see the dichotomy between his aggressive music and genuine personality. This doesn't take away from the authenticity of his music, though. It allows his creativity to shine. But I'm sure you'll hear it better from the man himself. From the University of Utah, this is Loco for Local. Rico, my guy, thank you so much for joining us. Nah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So you're fresh back from Los Angeles here in Salt Lake City. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about why you decided to come back? What's What's been up with you? Uh, you know, it's been a lot of drama back in L.A. Um, really needed a change of scenery. Uh, you know, I grew up in L.A. since I was a kid. You know, 19 years out there, kind of needed a change. It's currently going to school to the U. So, you know, I figured uh, never really been in Salt Lake City. I have no family out here. And it kind of gave me, you know, like a fresh start, clean slate, uh, just to be, you know, like an artist. Yeah, that's big on you for going to school and everything, too. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you would describe your music to other people before we go into it. So my music personally to me is just. It's just having that more so like that vibe being that it's homemade, like this is just a kid just making music, just having fun. Like if you, you know, he. He's having a good time. Like, you know, it's not the best music. You know, it's not the best quality music, but you kind of hear that, that underground, that more so, that raw editing style. That just more of a, can't really relate it to anybody that I can, off the top of my head, any other artists out, but just more so just, I don't know. I can't really, that's a good question though. Yeah. I mean, I, I can totally feel the love in it and I can totally tell that you've put your heart into this stuff. I, I hear a lot of influences from a couple different artists in particular, I think maybe X, if I'm right about that. Heck yeah, that was more so, yeah. For my more recent track um, that we just dropped, uh, Charlie Sheen, that was more after, unfortunately, when I caught a couple charges over back in Los Angeles, kind of going through a rough time, you know, just, it's just bad influence out there, you know, like as cliche as it is, as glamour, you know, glorified as it is, you know, gangbang is not fun. Like there's real repercussions to like decisions, you know, any of your friends could make, you could make, like, just to see that was, uh, yeah, like XXX, he understands himself, you know, like he under, understands that whole situation with just touchy subjects, you know, like, uh, probably, you know, if you cause a problem, there's going to be some repercussions to it. And that's kind of what my music is, you know, just the current situation as I am at the moment. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can feel a lot of the, the drama on this and I can see that there's a lot of your life story put into it. It's really it's really bombacious and just really proud. Uh, what really got you into making this kind of music in particular? It happened to start off when I first moved to Salt Lake City in the end of the year, like 2019. When I started going to school out here as a freshman, uh, kind of it's moving to Salt Lake City. It's a big it's a big transition coming from a rowdy L.A., coming from the valley. Um, to a more quiet, to a more 
I don't know. It's a lot friendlier out here, you know? It's a different, it's a different scenery. People are different. Um, and it's just more so... I want to bring that same energy to Salt Lake City. I feel like there's not a lot of that... I don't know, not more hip-hop, just not a lot of artists out here. Like, you know, yeah, you have some of, you know, indie rock. You have some, you know, more uh, alternative rock bands out here. But I, I don't see anybody kind of like me. I'm trying to find, like... Like, I was really trying to find artists with the same mindset as me, coming from the same backgrounds. And, you know, luckily with meeting with Zahara, you know, Soak City, I got to meet a lot of artists just like me. And that's kind of what started, you know, rolling this, this snowball from making music in a dorm to actually, you know, at least running out some studio time in Los Angeles, West Hollywood. Um, it's just music. I've always been surrounded by music. Yeah, I mean, Salt Lake is totally a different place from L.A. in terms of the music culture, but just in general. I mean, you know, around here, we, we've got a much more niche music scene. I think it's not quite as big, but there's a lot of love in it. What, what's your experience been like? I know you've only been here for a little over a year, but what's your experience been like with the Salt Lake City music scene as compared to the L.A. music scene? Like you said, like it's, it's a more of a, like a niche uh, genre specified you know, towards Salt Lake City. It's more instrumental. It's more of instrument, you know, live music. Um, being a rap is more so like a, a taboo, I would say out here, but just people, like you said, a lot of love in their, in their creation, like in their music themselves. Like it's, you can feel that, that energy of what they're trying to put, you know, portray in their music. But for me, you know, coming out here, I perform at small little background shows in little houses over here in Sugar House. I had to go to Murray and just perform. No one knows who I am, but um, just having that good foundation, like a support group, friends, um, um, you know, not a lot of them like my music, but they do support it. You know, they see the hustle, they see the ambition, and they, you know, they're hopefully, you know, I get a lot more plays out here in Salt Lake City in Murray. But I'm um, trying to build a bigger fan base, just to you know, of this kind of music, just more hip hop based, just more so lyrical, like not conscious rap. I'm not gonna say that, but just just hip hop in general. I don't really see a lot of it out here. Yeah, I can tell from just what you're saying, there's a lot of emphasis put on the lyrics of your stuff. Do you produce your own music as well? I do not. <laughs> just, you know, networked over time, you know, using just um, BeatStars, YouTube, just pretty much trying to, you know, network with other producers and, you know, find a common ground on how can we make music, you know, whose royalties, who uh, collects, you know, what from what song. And it's just, um, you know, trying to find really good producers because I, I can't really stick to one, like, one style like i love all types of music all types of instrumentals and when i can find one that's like stuck in my head and it's kind of addicting that's when i know i have to reach out to the producer and uh, you know it's just uh yeah it's just a feeling i can't really tell you but it's just like once you hear that song it's like damn no i i totally feel that dude uh so when when did you start making music and writing songs so to write music and to actually put some time and effort into recording would be around yeah, 2019 when I first came out to Utah. When, because I would always make music, you know, very recently. Yeah, very very recently. Um, I'd always, you know, freestyle with the lunch bench out there, you know, in San Fernando. I would always, you know, just freestyle with some friends, but never had time to, you know, never saw it as like a something that I could do just on my own time and like that I would see putting in my own money and investing in myself in. And you know, it's reaped really good benefits. I've really, I've met really good friends out here. Through music, not even out here, but through music and meeting other artists, people behind the scenes as well. You know, I filmed my first music video not too long ago. Nothing crazy, no, you know, no Steven Spielberg quality, but, you know, it's, it's just working with what we got. 
It's so funny that you started to make music once you got to Salt Lake City. I mean, I used to live down by LA and there's just such crazy music culture there. And I mean, like you said, you know, you would freestyle with your friends over lunch and everything like that. So obviously music was a big part of your upbringing. What do you, what do you think really drew you into starting to make your own stuff instead of just keeping this as like a hobby? When I would be listening to beats on my own time, I would be in a group of friends, you know, we're just at the house, just kicking it. And there'd just be an instrumental playing. And I just, you know, start mouthing to myself, just kind of being in my own little zone you know, um, and I'd have people listen to me like, hey, like you're really good with words. I've always been told since I was younger that I'm very good. With, I'm very well spoken. People like to hear me talk. And so it, it just kind of clicked. I was like, you know what? I like to write, not even just music, but write poetry, just just to write. Because, you know, being able to articulate what you're thinking onto paper is just beautiful. So when I started hearing that, like that I can keep rhythm, you know, I can keep a beat going. With my words, I'm like, you know, we can, you know, we can keep it going. And I produced my first song. It was um, Empty Tank. It's the first song on my SoundCloud. And I figured, you know, why not? Like, you know, why not make this a, not a hobby, but, you know, like a, I don't even know what you call, I don't even know what you call it. Like a really, like, it's like an investment in me. Like, I don't know how, where it's going to go, but I got big, I got big dreams for it. Do you think that there have been any events or people that you've met or anything like that that have really solidified or forwarded your career since you started? Absolutely. Um, so when I was in my in the dorms in the upper campus, um, I would always be around P- the PHC, just pretty much just there chilling, eating food, just getting really really faded, just you know, just kicking it, having a good time. And it wasn't it wasn't until that people would kind of notice me, like, "Hey, you're that one kid in so and so, you know, making music." that one rowdy kid and it was until i met zahara and a really good friend named julian they're like hey you know like how do you make music um you know we're just trying to start something and you know it's just we're just kids trying to create like something something new like something fresh out of something local and just to see what we've started from nothing you know to me being on ku radio like you know it's 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 come a, it's come a long ways from just being a hobby um, so yeah, meeting good, you know, like-minded people, um, Sahara specifically Julian Soak City as a label, um, that's been a big influence on my career as well as, you know, friends and family. So, so tell me a little bit about your experience. So it seems like a lot of your career has been forwarded by people that you've met on the university of Utah campus in particular meeting with people from Soak City studios, which is a new group that just came about this year. Tell me what your experience has been like with them as a label and just as a creative collective. Like, how have they helped to forward your your craft? They, they, you know, being like the heads behind so City Studios, they kind of just saw like the what I was going for in my music. They kind of saw the ambition, the work that I put in, uh, you know, off the camera, off the mic. And reaching out to me, they said, hey, we have, if you're willing to put in the time, like we can help you with what you're achieving. And um, it was more so, they, they've just been such a good, good resource to have as an artist, as any, any artist, you know, not even in hip hop, uh, literally as a creative individual to like, you know, display your work. Um, they've invested their own time, their own money just to see my own dream, like, you know, become a reality as cliche as it is. It's not about what you know in any industry. It's about who you know. And just being able to know these two people, you know, these like these this collective group to help me build something to something. Um, 
You know, we are still in the works of, you know, trying to solidify what it is Soak City can do because there's so many things that they are willing to do. Marketing, advertising, managing me as an artist. Um, But more so, yeah, they're helping me with finding good beats, finding how I can make profit off my craft. That's what the the whole thing is to see start you as a brand, as a legitimate artist. And they've pretty much, yeah, actually expanded my career from just becoming a garage band soundcloud rapper to having music on spotify apple music so opening you know opening more opportunities and opening a lot of more doors is what they do for us as artists yeah i mean it's awesome to hear about how it seems like you've been able to play a lot more shows i mean especially with this year i think it's such a unique experience tell me a little bit about how the covid uh, pandemic has impacted you as an artist and the stuff you're making because i assume you're not really able to meet as many people or play as many shows. So how have you been trying to stay creative during this time? It's really just having that personal drive. Like if, if you're just making music just for some cloud, if you're really just making music just for, if you see it as a hobby and it's just something that's never going to grow, then that's just what your music's going to be. And for me as COVID, you know, music has just been a personal thing. It's never something I was trying to make just to become mainstream so it really hasn't affected it. It's actually kind of influ- you know, influenced me to make more music. Just being that I'm stuck with myself. <laughs> well, now I have a dog too, but um, being stuck with my own mind, like what I'm writing is just delving into my own consciousness. It's like open, just like um, lyrically and like creatively a lot more than what I've done before. But performing at shows and performing at local venues, it hasn't impacted me a lot. Um, especially, you know, back in California when, in March, when COVID first hit, we weren't allowed to have, you know, more than 10 people in a space. So, and I'd pull up to the studio and I'd only have just me, my engineer, and my sister, you know, just kicking it, just chilling. And it was just weird having that big change from having a group of just 30 fools closer to the studio to about three, just trying to make music and just trying to make a beat. Um, honestly, I haven't really ever made a, like a large amount of profit off my music, but sheesh, I can tell you like confidently I made at least. Not a big flex, $100 off music, just for streams. But um, that was never in it for the money. It was more so just in it just for the, putting my name out there for the exposure. So since COVID, you know, it's just being who I know. It's not a, since I can't go out, go to, you know, local bars, I can't go to, you know, anywhere. It's just all over social media. It's like you said, social, um, Soak City Studios have helped more just being that. Put my name out there, putting out more content under my name and just. Yeah, it hasn't really changed a lot, but it has seen, you know, just more so adapting to this new change. And and do you think having this this extra time to yourself to delve into your mind, like you said, has that helped you to make better stuff, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. To create better, honestly, more, like you said, who, like what kind of artist influenced me? It's like, I can't really solidify that because I'm trying to become my own artist. I don't really want to be, you know, oh, you're kind of mimicking this artist. It's just to find my own voice. And yeah, taking the time to be by myself with my own words, with my own mind, is just um, change, you know, good for the better my music, but also my own life. Like, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, having some drama in LA, you know, just seeing the person I was becoming. And it was just, it's kind of sad. I had to see the way, you know, um, certain individuals and certain like situations in your life can really change you as a person and you wouldn't even know it i wouldn't even know it until my hands were behind my back facing you know bail worth of a hundred thousand dollars and it was just like i had really had to change who i was becoming 
So, um, yeah, just being, having, I'm sorry, being quarantined, you know, being by myself is just an eye-opening experience as an artist, as well as just an, like a human individual. Yeah, I, I totally feel that. I, I think that I'm a musician as well. And while I've been in quarantine, I mean, I've just been throwing so much stuff out, just like trying to get as much music, as much beats out there as I can. Um, to what degree do you think that you know what you're doing and to what degree do you think you're sort of just like throwing stuff out into the dark and hoping it lands? Honestly, majority of what I do is just throwing into the dark and hoping it lands. Cause I can't have a plan for an industry that I'm not too familiar with. You know, I don't have none of my family's very interesting, you know, uh, musically talented as it is, but you know, I don't have a lot of, you know, network into the music industry. Um, mostly my uh, friend group is just based on, you know, automotive industries, beauty industries. So, you know, just trying to familiarize myself with the industry itself is kind of a challenge in itself. So, you know, with Soak City Studios help, that's kind of my guidance to this whole industry. Who, you know, who to talk to, who to, you know, just that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm not really too familiar with myself, so I'm just trying to learn as I go, pretty much learn as I go. So are, are you still a student at the U then? I am, yeah. So I didn't go, unfortunately, last semester through this whole issue. But yeah, I'm currently attending for the uh, spring semester for 2021. What's it been like trying to manage the prospects of being an artist versus just going to school? Yeah, it's uh, trying to utilize, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities the U gives. Um, just like this, KU Radio is like, it's a big thing. You know, people do listen in. Like, I've heard of it too as a student. I've even passed by and I've been curious myself, like, what is this? You know, as a, as a student, just going in, you know, doing their homework, doing their time, clocking out. Like, you don't really understand, like, how big of resource, how many resources there are for, it's not an artist, but anybody. You know, um, just <laughs> taking advantage of all these resources to become a better person. And like, like you said, you're a musician as well, so you can understand, you kind of look for things to help you with your craft. So you've spent a little bit of time in Salt Lake City. I'm sure that you've definitely seen the differences from Salt Lake and Los Angeles. Do you plan on staying here for the long haul versus until maybe eventually moving out somewhere else? What's the plan? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to stay out of California as much as possible, you know, for as long as possible. Because it's not really going anywhere. Like if I really want to later down the road, Los Angeles isn't going to go anywhere. It's going to stay there. You know, Rodeo Drive isn't going to change anytime soon. Um, it's just Salt Lake City, it's becoming, it's it's changing, you know, it's, it's becoming something a lot better, you know, a little more, um, a lot of younger people, it's, you know, it's a college town, I'll give you that, but it's becoming something better, like something just a lot different from what it used to be, because when I say Salt Lake City, people automatically assume, oh, because oh, you're LDS, because you're Mormon, I'm like, hell no, nah. but, you know, it's just hearing it now, like, oh, oh, Utah Jazz, it's just being associated with a lot, you know, just... You know, other than Mormons and desert. So people are moving out of Cali. They're going to Texas, Washington. They're going to Missouri. Like people are just trying to leave California and just seeing people flooding in, going to school. And like people like me coming out here to Salt Lake City is nice to see. So hopefully, you know, I don't know if I'll be here for the long run, but for the long haul, I'm sorry. But, you know, it's nice to be here for the moment. And it's nice to see like what it's becoming. If you could say anything to the people listening, what would you say? I would say, honestly, thank you for giving me the opportunity just to be an artist in Salt Lake City, you know, um, performing at small little house parties. You know, I haven't been able to have the opportunity to perform in venues, but 
trust you're gonna hear Rico say so soon like you're gonna hear my name and mister like I'm telling you like it's just an honor to be here to be back in Salt Lake City University of Utah, you've been listening to Loco for Local. You can check the link in this episode's description to find more information about Rico and to connect with us here at KU Radio. I'm Luke Davies. Thanks for listening.